For my belated Valentine's dinner, I decide to have Pierce fly us to Tokyo the next day to dine at Aragansu, a gourmet Japanese restaurant I read about in Lifestyles of the Filthy Rich magazine. I thought about having him take me to Jamaica, the place I've always wanted to visit most, but it's only a short plane ride away, six hours from L.A., I want to spend as much time with my sexy billionaire as possible. The longer, the better. So, an almost 12-hour flight across the world sounds like a better plan. I'll have him take me to Jamaica later. Pierce tells me to pack an overnight bag as we're going to spend the night in Japan. On our way to happy hour, my co-workers almost soil their pants when they see my new red BMW parked out front of Loggerhead, "'That's yours?' Manny squeals, and I nod proudly. Tom looks flummoxed, and Raylene and Nellie are speechless. They stare at the car, and then at me. "'Where's your old car?' Raylene asks. "'Back at my apartment,' I reply. "'Upon blocks?' Tom jokes, and I elbow him. Inside the bar, I tell them about the rest of Pierce's gifts— plus the trip to Japan tomorrow. After they get over their shock, Nellie makes me promise to share every detail of my dinner with her when I get back, as she's never traveled out of California. She also tells me, as usual, not to rush into things. Manny is most excited about the Birkin bag, gushing, I saw that exact bag on the cover of InStyle magazine. Girl, that bag is worth $30,000, and A BMW? You've definitely met Mr. Wright. Or Mr. Right now, Raylene jokes. Nellie nods emphatically. That's all he is, sweetie, she says, stroking a wisp of blonde hair behind her ear. A wealthy bachelor like that will never settle down and have a family, or he would have done it by now. But it's okay to have fun until fate brings the right man into your life. Maybe fate has already brought him, I say. You never know. Maybe I'll be the one to tame the beast. I glance at Tom. After all, Tom was tamed. He smiles and raises his glass. Even the wildest beasts can eventually be tamed by the right woman. Nellie shrugs. I suppose. She's wearing a preppy knit dress and a white headband. She looks as though she should be playing tennis. She probably will once she has her house in the suburbs with 2.5 kids. After a wary glance at Manny, Tom pours himself another beer from the frothing pitcher. This guy sounds like he's one big head trip, though, so keep your eyes open. So he already had plans on Valentine's Day. I get it. I've been there. He was letting you down easy. But why all the -the over-the-top gifts after the fact? What's he trying to prove? He takes a swig and levels his gaze at me. Or bye. I don't answer, not knowing how to respond. Manny rolls his eyes. He's rich, Tom. Those gifts are pocket change to him. He spends money. That's what billionaires do. Raylene sighs and stares down at her margarita. I sure wish I didn't have to worry about money. Fred's paycheck was low this month, so I can't afford to get our dishwasher fixed or my hair permed.
I realize she has been looking slightly less poodle-like lately, as her hair is starting to lose its tight ringlets. It actually looks better, but of course I won't tell her this. She's always insisted that her tight 1970s perm makes her look young and stylish. I personally think she needs a different mirror, but what do I know? So, Raylene, I say, what do you really think about Pierce and all his gifts? Should I be suspicious? Raylene is usually the voice of reason, along with Nellie. She's quiet for a long moment before speaking. I think you should do it. I'm actually starting to think Manny might be right. Having money would be nice. I wish I could go to Tokyo. My mouth drops open in surprise.